You're listening to the Better Health Podcast with April, a platform dedicated to coaching women in areas of health, lifestyle, and legacy by speaking with leading health and wealth experts and with the goal to inspire women to thrive in their lives today and in the future. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Better Health. Today I am speaking with author, speaker, and CEO, Stephanie Mears. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. It's going to be such a great conversation. I'm looking forward to diving in. To begin us off, let's just start with the question, where are you from and what was your family and childhood like in regards to health? Absolutely. So, um, so I am from Sacramento, California. Uh, most people know the Sacramento for the, for the reason that it's a cap, the capital, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually, it was known for such a long time as a cow town and now it's mm-hmm. gotten pretty big. I mean, it's a pretty good sized city and it's, it's a, a fun place to be. Um, and my relations as a child. So as a child, I believe it or not, I was actually uh, a homeless child. Um, so yeah, so as a child, I was homeless. My parents were drug addicts. My dad left when I was a kid. I saw everything from like gang violence to sex trafficking to, I mean, all kinds of really horrible things as a, a child. And at eight years old, I testified against my mother in court. So that way I could, um, you know, be adopted by, by people who had a steady place to live, food to eat, you know, the basic stuff. Right. (laughs) Um, and so my health was uh, always pretty bad because of the fact that, um, we didn't really have food to eat. So I was always very, very thin. Um, but my mindset was always that I was fat, which was just interesting to me Mm. considering I was so thin. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Uh, so, um, so that's me as a child and obviously things have massively changed. I went from a child on the streets to a millionaire before, before I was 35. And so it's all about switching that mindset to getting to the new levels. And, um, for me, you know, just because you start somewhere doesn't mean that's where you have to end. Exactly. Wow. That's incredible. I, that's unbelievable. I would have never thought. And so I'm really looking forward to knowing your story and um, what you actually do and how you influence people to just go in the right direction as well. And knowing you have that story, it's, it's even more influential. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, leading on into the next question, what got you into health? Um, more specifically, what you do is probably more with like the mental health and um, mindset. So what got you into it? Yeah, so I, I am I'm much more onto the mental health right now mm-hmm. um, because mental health is extremely important too. So mm-hmm. of course our bodies are extremely important because those are our temples, those are how we move, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also having the right mindset can really make a person for, for who they want to become, mm-hmm. right? And so um, so what I do is I, I do, uh, I work a lot of different, do a lot of different things. I run about 10 companies. And so um, my, main, my main focuses are all about how to restructure people's minds, uh, people's minds and, and, and structure them to where they are um, really able to go to their next levels, learn how to go to and see, Hey, you know what, this is a goal of mine or, Oh, that's a dream of mine. I wish I would have had, I wish I had this beautiful family and a big home and, Mm. you know, whatever Hallmark tells us, right. Who who knows what else other people (laughs) say, but for me, it was a Hallmark thing. Okay. So I was always like, okay, I want the the son and the girl, the, the, the boy and the girl and the husband and the house. Like that was always my thing. Okay. (laughs) Um, And so it's funny how, if your mindset is 
going in the world, the way of growth and positivity, mm-hmm. how that positivity will grow. And as long as you're, you're, um, around people who are extremely positive, which you have to make those, those right choices for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing how, as long as you're continuing to grow and progress that eventually, eventually you can get there. And it's all about that mindset. Mm, Wow. Wow. So did you have a more negative mindset, I guess you could say beforehand, and then, um, did you switch to a positive mindset and what did that look like for you? What was that process like? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I actually, I've always been a pretty positive person, Um, even in the chaos of, I mean, being homeless. I mean, who thinks to be positive when you're homeless, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I I was still a very positive kid. Um, I, I always knew I wanted to be something really great. Um, I always knew that I wanted to do something really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I went through massive depression because of what happened or mm-hmm. because of things that I had to deal with, or I would go through, um, you know, my ups and downs because every person has ups and downs. There's mm-hmm. not one person I've ever met that said, I'm always positive. I'm always perfect. I'm always, <laughs> and if that's the case, I really, I, I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> <Let's> be <laughs> honest. <laughs> exactly. But you know, in my ups and my downs, the, the way that I learned to, grow was in my downs because Mm. as I was starting to go down and and, and spiral into a negative uh, place, I would Mm -hmm. have to catch myself, right? Because everyone, when you, you find some lows, you catch yourself eventually, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And when you do, you say, Whoa, how did I get here? What brought this on? And then you have to ask yourself questions. Okay. So Mm -hmm. why did I start getting negative? What happened to make me start to get negative? For example, in 2020, most people that I've met, I, I mean, ha, have been having some pretty rough times because mm. of the pandemic, because of layoffs, because of, you know, government shutdowns, the markets went down 10,000 points in March. Like mm-hmm. most people are in a very interesting state of mind right now. Yeah. However, if you can catch that before you go mm. into 2021, right. And see, okay. So I was laid off from my job. Yeah. Okay. That, that's, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> okay. Let's catch the downward spiral, stop it, and then start to create a new plan into 2021 mm. to make sure that you can get a new job, start a new company, whatever it is. I read this really great article about how people right now are starting new companies at all time highs, all time highs, because they're having to work from home. They're having to learn new ways to make money. And right now is a massive time of innovation and, and new structure. And right now is the time to find that positivity, no longer continue in that negativity and really find your next steps. Mm. And that's what has helped me continue to grow in a positive direction. Cause even when I go down, I learn something from those negativities you know, one step forward, two step back, it's a thing. Yeah. And then eventually start to really grow and, and, and use that as a foundation to move forward mm. into new, new levels. Mm. Wow. Awesome. So it's, it's, it's a matter of like, when you realize that you could start to just be spiraling out of control with your negativity, stopping and making that switch of like, okay, I'm catching this right now. And let's go the opposite direction of where I'm heading. Now, for many people, you know, they could have a negative mindset that's developed over the years and it can be hard to reverse that. So what are you, what tips do you give those types of people where, you know, I want to stop right where I'm at when I'm starting to spiral and turn the other direction, but I forget to sometimes just because it's out of habit to go the other way. So what tips do you give those types of people? Absolutely. So 
those type of people usually have this in their long-term memory or their long-term um, mm -hmm. automatic reactions, right? Same with like people who have a hard time with their health. Um, if they're eating bad for such a long time, it's hard mm -hmm. to remember, oh yeah, I'm getting salads now, or oh yeah, that's right, I'm eating this, right? Um, or oh yeah, I need to get up and work out today because it's not in their long-term memory, right? Mm -hmm. It's not in their long-term um, automatic habits. Yeah. Um, and so what's really great is that I'm all about uh, therapy, I'm all about coaching. I'm all about accountability partners. Because yeah. if you have therapy and you you know what's my reasoning for having this problem, right? That negativity. It may be a long-term core issue that you've had for a long time. You need to get mm -hmm. to that core issue and figure out how to get past it. Because otherwise you'll always revert back to that negative mindset, mm -hmm. okay? So yeah. therapy is really important. Um, finding a coach, getting somebody who can help you not only stay accountable, but also get you in the right track for your goals. Because mm -hmm. the reality is, is that you may have these really outlandish, great goals, which I am all for, <laughs> but they have to be a way that you can actually achieve them. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have these right steps for yourself, because again, that, that each plan is maybe tailored to you, right? Yeah. And if you don't have the right steps for you, then you're going to fail and then go right back into that depression and frustration mm -hmm. because you failed again. Right. Um, so I'm all about therapy. I'm all about coaching. I'm all about accountability partners. So your coach can be your accountability partner, but I always actually use somebody else too. So what I mean by that is, is I will find somebody that I just admire like crazy, right. It's me that I really almost look up to and think, gosh, you're amazing. How do you do that? And I will reach out to them and say, and they don't always say yes, but I reach out to them and say, Hey, can you be my accountability partner? And most of the time they'll say, okay, sure. What does that entail? You know, um, a text every week. Great. How did you do this week? Just something that simple. It could be a phone call. It could be something that keeps you on track to what you're doing. And a perfect example of that is as we're coming into the new year is um, weight loss. That it seems to be one of the biggest goals I've seen for almost everybody, especially mm. after a you know the 2020 year um, of pandemics because the gyms were shut down. So a lot of people are like, oh, I gained 20 pounds. Where right. did that come from? You know? <laughs> okay. Hmm. <laughs> So I am all about getting that coach and the therapy mm -hmm. and also the accountability partner to make sure that you have the right goal set up, that your core beliefs are, uh, are recognized and also overcome, and that you have somebody to help you to stay on track. Of course, you have mm -hmm. to have your own motivation too, but these things will just help you even more with those, those shorter term, um, uh, you know, functions. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So thinking about like the duration it takes someone to kind of make those switches um, from like going back, you were talking about long and short term um, and the memory and everything that we have. How long does it typically take a person on average to make those switches and to feel like, okay, I really do feel like I got a grasp on a positive mindset compared to what I was however long ago? Yeah. So that can be, so it's, it's said it's 21 days. Okay. Mm -hmm. It takes three weeks to make a, a, a massive change, supposedly. Okay. However, in my experience, um, it took me three months just to stay on track for like my, and really trying every single day to get healthy and like physically healthy. Cause that has always been a struggle for me is, uh, stay, you know, making sure that I don't get to be like this thick. And so really seriously, it's like a thing in my, you know, in my heritage. Um, and so, um, I, it was like, a, um, it took me three months to really finally get into a groove to where it didn't feel completely and utterly awkward. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
physically, right? Mentally, it's taking me years to get to where I'm at because every single day I do something different. Every single day I add something new to my, to my repertoire of positivity. And that really honestly starts with my morning. And so every single morning, if you get up every single morning and you, and you start with a prayer or a meditation, whatever your choice is, again, I'm not trying to offend anybody. Um, you know, you start with some positive affirmations, you listen to positive music or positive messages. I love Tony Robbins. He's huge in my life. I love his, his theories and his ideas. Um, and you know, go work out every single morning, doing these few things uh, that are in the morning miracle book mm, really genuinely can make a massive change in your life, but even just adding one thing for a month. Okay. Mm. Well, I added one thing and that one thing for me is meditation. Awesome. I meditated for 10 minutes today. Okay, great. And you'll notice as you add these things per month or per week or per day, whatever those things are, yeah. eventually you'll see, whoa my mindset has massively changed. It's taken me six mm. months to get there, three months to get there, whatever. It depends on your pace because every person right. has very different paces mentally and physically. Yeah. So if you are somebody who needs six months to get there, that's as long as you're making some kind of progress, mm -hmm. you're not regressing. Mm -hmm. And that is what your goal is, is to continue mm. to progress. It's focusing on those little wins. And I love that you bring up miracle morning because, you know, it, it, Really, you know, thinking back to the past of whoever you are, it depends a lot on, you know, what was the, your family life growing up? You know, were your parents very pessimistic or did they have a positive mindset? And so that can affect so much. And starting with the Miracle Morning, I did that, you know, six months back and it really set me on the right track for having little wins to start off my day. And it's like, it may have been little wins, but it made me feel like, okay, like I started my morning off, right? I checked off all of these things. So I'm on the right track to check off everything else for the rest of the day. And it kind of organized and regrouped my thoughts and created a structure. So then I didn't feel down on myself either. I felt like, okay, I can do stuff and I'm not just a scatterbrain. And it's just, it's really neat how it can actually have that much of a positive impact on your life. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people will use the excuse, well, I have children, so I can't, I can't take that time for myself in the morning. Okay. Just so you guys know, I have two children <laughs> run 10 companies. I I'm just saying taking even that 30 minutes for yourself in the morning will put you into such a great place. Eventually, you know, maybe not the first week, maybe not the second week, but after the first month, you will tell a difference, even just a tiny bit, you'll be able to see a difference, not just in your attitude per day, but also you're, you're no longer making excuses of, well, I have children, so I can't work out or I have, I have to go to work. So I can't do this. You'll notice that even just taking that 30 minutes for yourself makes a huge difference in filling up your cup. Mm, completely. I hundred percent agree. I love, love everything you have to say. And you know, what I'm thinking about right now is there's so many different personalities. Have you noticed any correlation with, you know, personality types? And I know there's a lot of personality tests out there, mm -hmm. but have you noticed any correlation with, you know, the type of personality you have compared to your motivation, your actual mindset at the moment, and then growing towards a different mindset? Is there anything you've noticed there? Yeah. So there's, there are so many correlations in regards to, um, personality types. 
as well as um, energy, right? So if somebody has a lot of energy and has a very extroverted personality type and is, um, you know, certain there, there are certain indicators that will show that that person is more likely to be a positive or more motivation. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there are others will, that will just defy the odds, right. Where they're saying they're there, they are, those things are extroverted. They have high energy, but they're super negative because they're letting something stay inside of them that they refuse to let go of. Um, and that, I mean, the personality types do matter and they absolutely can correlate, but mm -hmm. I definitely wouldn't say that it is, um, it, it's definitely not a consistent thing. Right, <laughs> every right. person is so different and every person does things so differently that even with um, certain personality types. Uh, so say that you're an extreme introvert and you are, um, you know, you really, uh, don't really want to do much in life and you're just kind of whatever that person can be more motivated in life to do specific things than that extroverted person mm -hmm. who is motivated in general. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just, it really depends on that person and what their, what their goals are, but it's all about, in my opinion, it's all about what is inside of us. Mm -hmm. So if you're holding on to something that is, um, so you're holding on to a loss, you're holding on to a, a job loss or a, or holding on to a, a death in the family, which there's been a lot of them this year. Um, yeah. or, um, or you're holding on to, Oh gosh, I'm so scared right now because there's mm. there, you could get sick in the night and you know, all of this, all of this craziness, right? If you're holding on to that fear, all it does is jumble you up inside and it, it doesn't let you to continue to move forward, mm. holding on to fear holding on to grief, holding on to these things does nothing for the outside world, except for make it more difficult mm -hmm. on you eventually, mm -hmm. because then you're holding in this negativity. Mm -hmm. If you let it go again, talk to the therapist, the coach, whatever, or journaling. I love to journal. I journal pretty much every single day. And if you just journal out whatever you're, you're feeling, you're thinking, whatever that may be talking mm -hmm. to a friend, you know, that maybe by zoom right now, that's fine talk to your longest friend and just say, Hey, this is what I'm dealing with. Um, I'm holding on to this resentment, this anger, this fear. I, I don't know how to let go of it. You know, talking about this, letting it, once you let it go, it's no longer this chaos in your world, letting all that chaos stay in you though. What is it going to show on the outside? Chaos. Right. So if you're looking for something, if you're looking for something and you, and you're constantly looking for that one thing, that fear, that anger, mm. that grief, what are you going to constantly see? Mm. The fear, the anger, and the grief. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you let it go, breathe, think, talk to the therapist, talk to the coach, talk to your friend, journal, do whatever it is. Mm. And even start this morning miracle, you will start to see a lot of positivity, but you can't do that if you're really bubbling up chaos inside. Mm, wow. Yeah. So it sounds like it really just comes down to what is your mental health like? Because you could be um, a very healthy person and introverted or a very healthy person extroverted. And it, it doesn't really matter in most cases. It just comes down to like, you know, how are you doing on the inside mentally and emotionally and, you know, the trauma you may have had. And so I'm thinking about, you know, there's various people where they seem to be very healthy what do you advise for those types of people and in regards to them helping others that they may know that are struggling with holding on to things that may not really want to talk about them or it's a struggle for them to get vulnerable and release all of that? Like, how would you um, guide someone that is healthy to help someone that may be struggling? 
Absolutely. So I'm all about, uh, again, coaching programs. Um, you know, uh, if you're, if you're currently doing really, really well emotionally and physically, and you're just kicking some serious, but you know, if you're really wanting to make a difference in other people's lives, become a coach. Cause then you have all the tools that you need to be able to help those people in ways that you never even knew you could help them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't, if you don't want to become a coach, that's fine. Start mm-hmm. talking to somebody else who is a coach and then they can start to guide you. Hey, this is how you could be helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to, talk to a, your therapist. Hey, mentally, how can I be helping these people on new levels? Cause again, each person is different. So if you're trying to help someone specifically, but you have no clue how to help that person, Hmm. that therapist or that coach may be able to direct those questions in a manner that you're thinking, oh, Hmm. I didn't even think of that. How interesting that person's actually dealing with this and not this outside personified. Because the reality is, is that person, um, what you see on the outside usually isn't the issue, right? It's not fully the issue. Uh, It may be a little bit of the issue, but not fully, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm all about, you know, either becoming that coach, talking to somebody and really finding out the right ways to be asking those questions, to be asked the right way of um, getting those answers the way that need to be coming out. So that way that person that's answering the question can say, huh, I didn't realize I was dealing with that or, huh, I didn't think about it this way because that person won't make any changes for their life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's having a hard time. They won't make any changes in their life if they don't see it themselves. Mm. It's so it's putting ownership in their lap and just kind of bringing and out of them where they feel like, okay, I came to that conclusion or I'm owning this thought and this or that to the point where they're like, wow, like I was able to figure it out on my own just with a few prompts and guidance from somebody else on the outside. So yeah, it's a matter of just taking ownership with it. So I would love to know, since you know, you are very focused on a positive mindset, what do you do throughout the day to maintain a positive mindset? And um, I'm sure that it, it definitely has a domino effect. Like the more you have a positive mindset, the more easier it is probably to continue and maintain that. What do you do in your day to do that? Absolutely. So the morning miracle, hundred percent love that. Um, I definitely take that very seriously. Um, and then after my morning is starting off positive, I, I have my checklist. So uh, again, I run and do a lot of different things. So my checklist can be extensive, like extensive. So I literally have little checklists every single day of everything I have to do at each thing that I'm doing or what I have to, um, um, task out to each person. And I, I'm old school. I use an actual pen and paper and like put little hearts next to everything. So I remember to do everything with heart and love. Right. Um, and, but other people use task things on their computers or whatever. Right. Yep. Um, and then, um, so I use that and then I make sure that I, that way I stay on task because I have a lot of energy and, and a, a case of um, ADHD, so I can easily get, uh, distracted <laughs> but if I remember, oh, oh yeah, my list. Okay, cool. So I get and get this and this and this and this done. Um, it helps me to stay positive because I know I've got my stuff, what I need to do once I've achieved things and check it off the list, it feels really good. Right. Um, and then I also am listening to usually positive music in the background. Um, I have positive quotes all around my office, all around my office. I um, I mean, love, love positive quotes all around me. My, my screen on my, my, um, phone is positivity. I have a, a, a vision board. I'm not going to show it to you because it's a kind of a silly looking vision board right now, but I love it. 
Um, I have a vision board literally where I can see it. So I can remember 2021 is going to look like this. Mm -hmm. And there is no doubt in my mind that it's going to look like that because I'm Mm -hmm. seeing it every single day, making Mm -hmm. sure that you can see your goals every single day does make a difference. And not just annually, it can be monthly, it can be weekly. I mean, I also Mm -hmm. have a little separate page that has um, what my January goals are literally right there next on top of my vision board. So I can remember January, this is what I'm doing. And so I do that. And then um, also I, on a daily basis, I remember myself to stay present. So as a parent, it is so hard to be present sometimes because you're like, Oh, Facebook, Oh, Instagram. Oh, or whatever. Right. Um, Oh, I have a package arriving. Oh, I have this going on. Stop. (laughs) I remember why, why am I on this earth? It's to be to help people on this earth, but really to be the best mom I can be. Cause I chose to have kids and I want my kids to live a life of purpose. Mm. And without that life, without making them a priority, mm. they won't be able to achieve their goals. Right. Mm. Um, well, they will, but possibly uh, potentially, but right. your goal as a parent should be in my opinion, um, making them priority. So put down mm. the phone, put down the TV, take just, just, be present, mm-hmm. be with them. If they're small and they're wanting to play a little PJ mask game, stop, play with them. And mm-hmm. it's amazing how even 10, 20 minutes of doing that with your kids can put you in such a positive mood because mm-hmm. kids have such great energy. They have such good positive energies around them. And maybe mm-hmm. that's, I don't, maybe it's just my kids, but my kids have such <laughs> positive energy around them. Mm-hmm. And it just, it energizes me even more. And then at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I remember to read books. I don't, I don't, I, I don't watch TV all night because that's really bad for you. Mm-hmm. I read books. Um, I started a book club on accident, which is a really funny story. That's but amazing. Um, <laughs> I read books. I, I, um, I love reading self-help books. I journal, mm-hmm. you know, those things can really make a difference. But really, honestly, having that morning startup right having your task list of what to do for the day and then little reminders of what you're, why are you on this earth? Mm. It's so easy to get wrapped up in the minutia of the day that I'm on this earth for a reason. What is my reason? Mm. Wow. Amazing. And we are on this earth to live intentionally and you have this one life. How are you going to use this one life? Are you going to show up the way that, you know, you are called to, or are you going to sit on the back burner um, out of fear that, you know, something bad could happen if you just at least try and reach for your goals, you know, and if you fail, it's okay because you just learn a way that may not work and you can figure out now what's the next way that I could try. And it's really awesome that you mentioned, you know, being present and everything because knowing you and how you're like ADHD, I'm very like hyperactive, go, go, go. My mind's in so many different places. I struggle sometimes to just be present, especially with those that are closest to me in my life. And, you know, I'm not a mom yet, but I can think of the times that like, let's say a babysat or my younger sister who is, who is quite a few years younger than me, just being present with them and realizing, wow, like I can be a light in their life to show positivity and just realizing as well that yes, in this moment, I may not be getting everything I want to get done, but I'm being intentional with them and finding the joy in that and choosing to think positively about the interaction versus like, oh, I could be doing this, this, and this and getting stressed out over that. It's, it's choosing to just switch that. And yep. just think only in that moment, which can be hard for so many people. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Something that I found very interesting is your words, right? So if your words, if you are saying, oh, I have to do this because you just said that if I have to go hang out with my kids, if mm -hmm. I have to work, if I have mm -hmm. to do this, if I have to do that, you're going to be in such a negative mindset because you're thinking mm -hmm. I have to do something as opposed to I get to, yes. I get to go to work when so many people oh. can't right now. I get to spend time with my kids when there's so many people out there who wanted kids and can't have them. Mm -hmm. I get to be in this big, beautiful home, even though I don't feel like cleaning it. <laughs> it's part of the, it's part of having a house, right? It's part of having a home. So if you use your words and say, I get to spend time with my kids, mm -hmm. I get to go to work. I get to do these, you have these, these are opportunities, yes. not things that you have to do because if you mm -hmm. choose not to do those things, you won't have that job. You will not have a good relationship with your kids. You will not have whatever those things are because mm -hmm. you're looking at it in such a negative context, right? Mm -hmm. Not that you are, but I'm just saying, it depends yes. on your words. It yep, depends exactly. on your words. So if you're, if you start saying, and, and if you notice that you say, I have to go to work today. Okay. Stop yourself and say, Ooh, I just said have, I get to go to work because not everybody has a job today. Hmm, I love Big it. difference. I mean, it's like almost like, you know, it yes. makes such a difference. hundred <laughs> percent. I love it. And I'm thinking of the book mindset. I can't remember who it's by, but it just talks all about how our language, you know, just by wording it a little bit differently from something else has huge effects. And I was a teacher. And so it's like having a dialogue and language and tone in my classroom that was different from, you know, a negative tone made all the difference. And, you know, kids need to be around that because they're so moldable at that, you know, when you're young. So mm -hmm. you really have such an influence on how they're going to look at life later on in Absolutely. their adult life as well. Yeah, so it's so, so important. So yeah. important. Oh man. There, there's so many things you can talk about. And I just love being able to talk about positivity and a mindset that is have, having positivity in your mind. And it's so crucial and you could choose to live negatively, but you know, you wouldn't enjoy anything of life. So life is too short to just constantly be thinking about the worst things. Mm -hmm. I and mean, why not just think about the good things and you'll just find so much more joy. And so it's very important, especially for this time um, yeah. in the world. <laughs> so okay. I, I would love to know, Stephanie, what are a few takeaways you have for listeners as we start to wrap things up? Absolutely. So my, I think my biggest takeaway today, you guys, is 2021 was rough on a lot of people. Okay. It was a very rough year. My biggest takeaway is I don't want you to be stuck with what you feel is, um, bad, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of saying 2021 has been horrible, here's the reasons why, and 2021 is going to suck even more because it's still going to happen. Okay. If you do that, it will suck. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because you're again, looking for the negative. Okay. So if you stop, Stop spiraling, <laughs> stop, evaluate what happened this year, write it all down on, on, on the cons. Okay. The 2020 cons. Okay. If you want to call it that, write it all down on the negative and then, uh, on not one piece of paper, but just one big piece of paper. Okay. Just one big one. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to rip it all up and throw it into the fire and say, that was 2020. My 2021 is going to look completely different. And here are my goals for 2021. And here mm -hmm. is the positive things that will happen in 2021. And mm -hmm. yes, the first few weeks may be a little hard to get into that mindset. But again, if you have those things up consistently in your house, mm -hmm. on your, on your phone, on whatever that is around you, you will start seeing more positive things happening every single day. And you are not stuck in the situation you're currently in. You can change anything. 
literally, if I can go from living on the streets as a child to running 10 companies, you guys can more than capable, you're more than capable of achieving anything you want to achieve. And it is all about stopping that regressive or that negative mindset and start heading in that positive direction by using some of the tools that we talked about today, but also remembering you are not stuck where you're at. You can move forward from anywhere you're at. If you lost your job, start a new company, find friends that need new jobs. If you can't find a job, go network in a women's empowerment network or a men's thing or whatever that is, and start to meet people that can get you into the right places that you want to be. Mm, yeah. You are not stuck. You mm-hmm. can choose the life you want. Yes. And that is my biggest takeaway because 2020 was so hard on everybody. I mean, in different ways. It was this, there was a great saying, 2020, we are not all on the same boat. We are all in the same storm. Mm-hmm. That is the difference. We're all in different boats, all different issues, mm-hmm. different needs, different things happening, but we're all in the storm of what's happened. We can mm-hmm. calm that storm and make it next year into whatever we want it to make it. Mm, amazing such a key takeaway right there people can just rewind listen to that again and let's set this on the right track here (laughs) awesome well to wrap things up we're heading into the rapid fire questions here and I would love to know first question who's the most influential woman in your life and they could be past or they could be living today um anyone you choose you might know them you may not you're gonna love this. Um, Elle Woods from Legally Blonde. Oh, yes. <laughs> as, as a teenager, I just remember looking at that and being like, that's what I want to become. I don't want anyone else push me down. I'm going to do what I want to do and not let anybody push me down. And it's amazing because ever since watching that movie, I've mm. tried to live basically an Elwood's life and it makes me so happy. It's not for everybody, but for me, it was perfect. <laughs> and she would be so proud of your background right now. She'd be like, wow, those quotes, the sparkle, you are so awesome, Stephanie. <laughs> She'd be proud. <laughs> Oh man. And now my next question, one of my favorites, what is your favorite food? Um, my favorite food is Starbucks. (laughs) I know it's not food. I know it's not food, but I mean, I could honestly drink coffee all day long and be totally happy. And I know it's not healthy at all, but I love, I love coffee. Um, but, um, aside from that, I really love Italian food too. (laughs) Oh man. Yes. All of the above, please. So what is, what's your go-to drink at Starbucks? Um, I love cold brews. Uh, like most of the cold brews make me pretty happy. So (laughs) just give me a cold brew and and I'm good. Exactly. (laughs) Oh man. Are you a past, present or future thinker? Um, that's a great question because Mm. it's so easy to get stuck in your past. Sometimes it's hard to be in your present. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's really hard to remember, you know, you have a future. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you can plan your future. So that's a really good question. I like to think of myself as probably more of a future planner Mm -hmm. um, because I already have my next 20 years planned out pretty much. Um, But I also try really hard to remember where did I come from in the past and remembering to be present with people that matter to me. that, that, I mean, that, honestly, that's kind of how I feel. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm one more than the other, I guess. Um, but I definitely am a very forward thinker. Mm, all good, all good reminders of how we need to, you know, change our mindset and be present and everything. Um, what is your favorite travel destination or a dream destination that you have? 
Uh, I've always wanted to go to Paris. Um, it's actually like all over my house. I love, I love the Eiffel Tower. I love the French language. I mean, there's so much about it that just makes me uh, literally light up inside. Yet I still have not been because I was planning on going um, this year. Of course. <laughs> it does not happen. <laughs> um, but, uh, but Paris is definitely a place that me and my husband actually just talked about going for our 20 year anniversary, which is oh. 20 years away from now. So, mm, wow. Well, congrats to that. And I know you'll be able to do it. <laughs> Hopefully it's on the vision board that you have. Sure going. <laughs> Man, I could just see you. You just seem like the type that would have Eiffel towers in your home and sparkling and all over. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> you'll fit right in there. <laughs> And then this is a great one, considering that you like to read in your evenings. Are you a reader and what are you reading right now? Yes, I love to read. I love to read. Uh, I accidentally started a book club. Uh, it was pretty funny. I put out on this uh, Facebook group, women's group that love to read and said, hey, is there any book clubs out there right now that are still meeting by Zoom? And 450 women said, no, but I want to be a part of one. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> so it looks like, I'm, looks like I'm starting a Zoom book club. And uh, now I have 250 members that happened about two months ago, a month ago. Mm -hmm. And the book I'm reading currently is, uh, well, I, I guess I just finished it up. It's called um, uh, The Holidays, The Holidays. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was a yes. super cute book, uh, all based off of um, just a kind of a fun romance thing for Christmas. Oh, okay. oh, uh, but typically I love to read more, uh, more self-help type books, things I can learn yeah. from that kind of stuff. But uh, right now that is what I just read. <laughs> mm, I love it. That's, that's so cool. I love that you took the initiative and you said there's a need here and I'm going to fill it. Okay. Um, and what is, what's one of your favorite self-help books? Just curious. Um, you know, there's so many that I absolutely, so I, mean, I genuinely love. Um, yes. I love True to Your Core by Bonnie Kelly. Um, it helps mm -hmm. you to see uh, and, and see core beliefs in ways that I, mm -hmm. I never heard of before. Like instead of seeing them as these core issues that are inside that you can't bring out, it was almost like this filing system that says, huh, it's just a file. Open that file. Okay, check it out. I mean, it was a really interesting perspective of how to, um, how to find core beliefs and how to mm -hmm. overcome them. Um, so I really loved uh, True to Your Core. Mm, mm, really awesome. I'm definitely going to have to check that out because I love books as well. And just always thinking about how can I change my mindset? How can I work on this area and grow? And there's always little tidbits that you can take away. So awesome. Totally. Well, amazing, Stephanie. How can listeners connect with you? Absolutely. So uh, you're welcome to uh, a freebie if you're interested. Um, so if you would like to text 797979 if you're in the United States, uh, Perfection, you're welcome. Uh, we'll, I'll give you um, a free copy of my book, Women of Perfection, Perfectly Imperfect. Um, and uh, if you'd like to get a hold of me, you're welcome to check out my website, which is www.stephaniemears.com. And that's again, stephaniemears.com. And we have a lot of really amazing opportunities on there, not just for my uh, four books that I've written this year, but also the speaking and the um, podcasts and everything else. Wow. Awesome. That'll all be in the show notes. I just <laughs> love this, Stephanie. Thank you so much for being on the show. I hope that people take um, and grab vital information from this. Well, actually, I know they will um, because you just a ball of light. And I just really appreciate having you on. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you.